Welcome to the Primal Canadians podcast, where you can learn how to solve sophisticated problems with primal wisdom. And now your hosts, the Primal Canadians. Hey, welcome back, Primal Canadians fans. It's Lucas here again in the studio with TK for week number three of our Primal Blueprint series. Today we are going to talk about avoiding poisonous things, which is uh, the second law of the Primal Blueprint and probably to me the most important law this day and age. Yes, it's true. And you know, the easiest way to avoid poisonous things is to travel back in time about 500 years. Yep. My point is the modern world is incredibly toxic. Yes. And we have to be aware of that mm -hmm. and we have to live accordingly so that we can avoid mo as many of those toxins mm -hmm. as we can because there's a lot of toxins and a lot of poisonous things we simply can't avoid. Yeah. So it's important that our body is not under a huge toxic load uh, trying to deal with all of these things. Yeah. Like, what am I trying to say? It's important that we're not adding more for our body to deal with. Yeah. It's pretty basic and pretty obvious to know that you should avoid poisonous mm -hmm. things. And prehistorically, it's something that we would hand down in generation, like to know which plants to avoid when we go foraging, uh, certain things that are harmful, certain animals that will, will kill us when they sting us and so on down the line. But these manuals are these uh these it's not handed down in the same way and the amount of toxins that are coming into our environment and into our life are pretty uh exponential and they're they're not labeled most of the time if they're ever labeled there it's in fine print that we don't take time to read yes and the government really doesn't protect us there too much either because I don't know, maybe because they get paid to have them out. I don't really know. Maybe they don't fully understand, but we can't really rely on um, because something is labeled and sold legally to be to protect us to not be poisonous for us. Yes, exactly. You know, the, the other part of it is that in nature, a lot of the things that are poisonous will kill you immediately. Mm -hmm. So we know they're poisonous. It's yeah. it's very clear. You know, if you get bitten by a rattlesnake and don't have access to the antivenom, you're probably going to die. Mm -hmm. If you eat deadly nightshade, you are probably going to die. And it's going to happen very quickly. Or mm -hmm. at the very least, you're going to get incredibly sick. Mm -hmm. The problem with modern toxins is they're very slow. Yeah, they kill you slowly. And instinctively, as people, when you do something, you take note of whether you die or not right and if you don't die you keep doing that thing yeah so in the modern world we have access to all these poisonous things that don't kill us immediately mm -hmm. so our primal brain thinks it's not a big deal because i didn't die yeah and that's a huge part of why we don't have a good understanding of toxins anymore right yeah like think of a cigarette for example like a cigarette is not going to kill you and neither is a packet or the second or third pack likely either but it's uh it's no doubt that they're harmful and it's toxic for the body and continuous use will uh, eventually break you down and cause you you know give you pain and bring on death earlier exactly it's a, it's the lifetime accumulation of those toxins that will kill you yeah same thing with like household cleaning products using household cleaning product that's full of toxic chemicals will not kill you immediately yeah that's that's a big one but it will over time 
Yeah. It will slowly break your immune system down. It will slowly build up in your system. It'll, yeah, it'll slowly start accumulating and taking over your nervous system or your immune system and start breaking you down until one day that there's something going to be big enough that's really going to take you down and land you up, uh, you know, getting sick or with some type of virus or flu or whatever. Exactly. Okay, so I, you think about how many people are going through life these days that are just, oh, so tired. Mm -hmm. I'm always tired all the time. I don't know what to do. I get enough sleep. I drink nothing but coffee all the time. Mm -hmm. and I just never have any energy. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? They are being poisoned. Yeah. But it happens so slowly they didn't notice. Mm -hmm. And anything that happens really slowly that you don't notice, you don't even notice that it's not normal. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're feeling a little bit crappier every day you don't notice and then in a few years you just feel crappy all the time yeah and you have no idea why it happened so you don't you're not able to make the connection between the toxins in your life and the symptoms of being poisoned right and it's it's a huge problem in society you know like one in three people are going to the hospital for these crazy illnesses that aren't that weren't common mm -hmm. not that long ago and suddenly they're super common yeah a lot of it, in my opinion, is to do with this massive toxic load on our world. Yeah, it's a buildup of toxins in many different uh, uh, ways. We actually had a, a podcast on this toxins in the home. So be sure to go back and revisit that um, to get to get more of an understanding of the type of toxins that are around us. We're going to talk about a few more today because some of them aren't just physical toxins. It can be like toxic uh, toxic environment or toxic relationships and those will also build up and stagnate you and uh and build up as a, as a toxic load and wear you down over time yes exactly so what would you say is the most common toxin that people come in contact with that they don't know about Ooh, that they don't know about um well it it could really be something that they're breathing in uh it's hard to put the, an exact name to it, but for the lifestyle or living in the city or the lifestyle that we live, it's it's likely something that's in the air. Like how um, let me just say air fresheners, like look how how much people use air fresheners uh, in their car, in their homes, at work, um, anything that's new. You put out an air freshener uh, with some type of a fragrance in it. Well, it's not well known or not labeled that way but guess what that's toxic for your body to process exactly and if you can smell it it means it's getting into your nose which means it's getting into your lungs which means it, you're ingesting it yeah and maybe the products aren't labeled as toxic or they are labeled as poison but you think of it as if i eat this it will poison me mm -hmm. Well, no, it's poisonous if it gets into your body at all. Yeah. Um, one that pops to mind for me is chemical sunscreen. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, your, your skin is your largest organ. Yeah. And a lot of things absorb into your body through your skin. So what you're putting onto your skin is a huge problem. Yeah. Uh, same with cosmetic products. A lot of mm -hmm. face washes or makeup, uh, stuff like that is incredibly toxic. Yeah, uh, like right to, to the point of like heavy metals and things like that in it. And people don't think that it's a big deal because they're not eating it. Mm -hmm. But you're still ingesting it. It's yeah. still getting into your system. It's still yeah. a problem. Yeah, if it gets on your skin, it, it's going to get into your system. Exactly. There's another toxin that a lot of people have no idea at all about, and that's radiation. 
Oh yeah, that's yeah. You know, with the the modern cell phone infrastructure and Wi-Fi and all kinds of things, uh, the radiation in the atmosphere is so incredibly high. Mm-hmm. We might as well be living in a microwave. Yeah. You know, we you, are to a small degree, yeah. Yeah, you don't think about it that way because, again, it's one of those things you don't notice. Mm-hmm. But it's there, and it's been steadily ramping up over yeah. the last decade, uh, or even two decades. It's The, the levels of radiation are insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my cousin was telling me one time about uh, Geiger counters. Okay. You know what those are? They're, no. they're used to measure radiation. Okay. Uh, particularly in like nuclear situations, nuclear power plants, okay. that sort of thing. But there are these scientific instruments that measure, measure radiation, and often they're built in metal cases. But here's something fascinating. The level of radiation in the atmosphere since World War II has been so high that they can't make Geiger counters out of modern steel. No way. Because the steel has so much, so much radiation in it just from wow. atmospheric radiation yeah. that it's not usable. Yeah. And he, he was telling me about uh, 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 reading uh, an article how Geiger counters that were still made in metal cases had mm-hmm. to be built out of steel that was salvaged from shipwrecks that were sunk pre-World War II. Yeah. Because all the steel so manufactured after that had too much background radiation. Holy, wow. So that's, that's, that's fascinating. It is, isn't it? Yeah. But you don't even think of it, right? Yeah. No, nobody talks about it. You don't no, hear yeah. about it, but it's all around us. Well, it's, it, it, honestly, it's a bit of a scary topic. It's a terrifying it's, topic. It, it's really hard to protect yourself from it. Yeah, it, it's impossible. It, it, I'll, yeah, it, I'll pr- say it pretty, right now. Well, it, it is, yeah. But there's definitely measures that you can take to, to mitigate exposure and yeah. to get yourself away from it. and. And that's why it's important to know about it. Exactly. It's important to be aware. And that's that's one of the reasons I think that we do this whole podcast is to talk about scary topics. Yeah. And acknowledge them because that's the first step to solving any problem is noticing it at all. Yeah. Knowing that it's actually there. 100% agreed. So um, because this one is so big, let's let's talk a little bit about how we can protect ourselves from, from radiation. Well, I mean, the first and foremost thing is get the hell away from your cell phone yeah like that's that's the easiest way that you can possibly protect yourself from radiation I mean, we live in the modern world you have to use a cell phone at certain mm-hmm. times there's no way to avoid it but leave it in the other room as often as you can yeah don't carry it in your pocket if you can avoid it yeah uh, if you can don't put it up to your head to talk on it yeah you know? but don't use a bluetooth headset either because there's radiation involved radiation, with that. Yeah. But if you have a physical hardwired headset you can plug in, use that mm-hmm. and keep the phone away from your body. Um, pay attention to where you're positioning your Wi-Fi routers yeah. um, and where you're using um, using your computers and things mm-hmm. like that. Like Yeah, pl- plug your computer into the internet rather than using uh, <laughs> the Wi-Fi signal. Yeah, if, if at all possible. And when you are using the Wi-Fi signal, try not to position your body between the router and the computer yeah because you're in there's heavier radiation in those Mm -hmm. zones Um, another thing you can do is turn off your wi-fi router when you go to bed yeah little things like that Uh, put your cell phone into airplane mode when you go to bed yeah Um, there's all kinds of ways you can do that there's i mean what other kinds of radiation what uh well 
there's going into nature, which is probably the which is the probably most effective way to detox is getting right away from cell phone towers and all of that. Like even if you're somewhere without any service, any cell phone signal, getting away into nature, that's going to be uh, the best, probably most effective way to like cleanse and detox yourself off of radiation. Uh, and then there's also uh, hydrating properly is going to have a huge part because because radiation, that's heat to your liver. So your liver is getting heated up and swelling uh, with an, with radiation. And if there's an intense amount, then that's a heavy load on it. So hydrating is going to be a huge key to be able to counteract that. And then eating, uh, eating raw fruits, eating any raw foods that's going to be rich in nutrients uh, to help the liver counteract uh to counteract it yeah that's a great point um, another way you can avoid it is when you go to the airport opt out of the body scanner yeah it's a little bit of a pain in the ass you have to wait around for somebody to come mm -hmm. and give you a pat down search and they they do everything they can to make you just want to go through the body scanner right but you're getting an x-ray every yeah. single time you do that mm -hmm. and if you travel a lot like for some people who travel 150 yeah. 200 days a year that's a massive amount of radiation yeah. exposure not to mention that you're on your way to get onto an airplane. Yeah. And it's well known that when you're in an airplane, you're high up in the atmosphere. There's less natural shielding from the uh, background radiation of space. Yeah. So you're getting a higher radiation dose that way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, flying alone, if you're a frequent flyer or even a flyer once in a while, like protecting yourselves in an airport and on an airplane is, is going to be huge for radiation because... Um, yeah, being in an airplane is probably the most intense amount of radiation, one of the most intense amounts of radiation that you can receive. And then, of course, yeah, going through an airport or in an airport, um, also a lot of different types of like radioactive frequencies there as well. So again, like if you keep your diet like pretty like clean and pretty lean, like avoiding like heavy fats and anything that will like that's heavy and will stagnate or, or thicken your blood and whatnot, um, is going to help you so so making sure that you're hydrating well keep your meals light and again staying with like raw like salads um, fruits and and vegetables and that kind of stuff that's going to help you loads with counteracting radiation um, <clears throat> when traveling in an airplane yeah exactly so just just watch for any sources of radiation around you i'm glad you mentioned diet though because that's another huge source of poisonous things in people's lives yeah i mean People buy food that comes out of a box mm -hmm. and think that it's food because they bought it in the grocery store. It's not. Yeah. It's poison. Mm -hmm. it, plain and simple, it's poison. Everything on that <coughs> ingredients list that you can't, that you don't know what it is, is some is kind it? of chemical yeah. that humans are not meant to be eating. Yeah. And even if you can pronounce the word or you think you know what it is, if it's not clear, it's probably toxic if it's like an artificial flavor a natural flavor or a citric acid or some ascorbic acid um i can't think of there's 20 or 30 of those types of names that don't really say anything they mean something but they don't really say anything it's a hidden toxin it's not it's not a real food it's something that's processed uh to yeah engineered to either make you crave more of it or to uh, create a fake filler or a cheap way to uh, yeah make it more heavier or something that they can charge you more for exactly and like yeah just be, pay attention to what you're eating the food that we get in the modern world most of it is not food 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Marissa Peer, the hypnotherapist, did a really cool experiment over the, I can't remember how many years, I think it might have been 20 years, where she took a whole bunch of processed food and put it in a box in her basement, left it there. Mm-hmm. And she opened it up. I saw a video of her going through the box and opened it up, and almost all of it looked exactly the same as it did going in. Mm-hmm. Some of it was a little bit dried out. That was the only difference. What's the point? Bacteria won't even eat it. Crazy. So, bacteria won't eat it. That means there's nothing in it that's good for anything. Or it means that all the bacteria that tried to eat it died. Yeah. Which means it was poisonous. Yeah. So, like, it's crazy. Like, food is just not food anymore. Yeah. And you have to be really careful with it. But... You have to be careful in other ways, too, because you think, oh, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm not going to eat packaged processed foods. I'm going to go and eat vegetables from the grocery store, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. You should be. But most of those vegetables are heavily sprayed with pesticide. Yeah. Which is a toxin, Mm -hmm. which has to be cleaned off or ideally never even put on. Right. So go to farmer's markets, places like that. Find food that looks like it's had holes chewed in it by bugs and things like that because that's a good sign that it's still safe to eat. Yeah. We get so hung up on how our food looks these days. It's like, oh, it's got to be pretty. It's got to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's no blemishes. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. The fact that nothing will eat it should raise huge alarm bells in your head and you should not be eating it yeah and if you are going to eat it you got to clean it properly yeah you know scrubbing a lot of people rinse off an apple that's Mm -hmm. not good enough yeah you got to scrub that apple yeah really scrub it to get the pesticide residue off of it um or or soak it as even is another good option when you're buying a lot of vegetables especially ones where you eat the skin and fruits soak them for a little while throw in some veggie soak or some uh, like some type of vinegar, like apple cider vinegar, that'll help break that down, and then you you scrub it after that, and you and you're taking pretty good measures to uh, get the pesticides off of there. Yeah, exactly. It's a good help. Baking soda is also another good way. Mix baking soda in with the yeah, water. Okay. You soak it in. Uh, helps to break down those pesticides as well. But remember that even the food that you think is healthy is probably hiding poisonous things. Yeah. So foods, foods. There's a lot of them, and we've we've spoken about it on various different episodes, and we'll continue to speak about it. So, what are some other uh, toxins that um, to be weary of? Well, we briefly touched on household cleaners. I think that warrants a second look. Um, household cleaners are huge. You know, you spray something like disinfecting spray on your kitchen counter, yeah, because you think, oh, I got to kill all the germs on my counter. Mm-hmm. Really, you're spraying down your counter with a layer of poison mm-hmm. so that when you put food on that counter, that poison is getting on your food. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you, you got to make sure of the labels and the ingredients of when you're buying things because here's the exciting part. Most of those, uh, uh, including air fresheners and cleaners and that kind of stuff, there's also clean that are good for the environment and that are actually clean to inhale or to ingest. So... You want to make sure that you know what you're buying, like uh, dish soap, laundry detergent, um, all the cleaning products. You want to make sure that it's actually a, a cleaner product, uh, that it's made out of clean ingredients. Because if it's not, if it's just uh, the standard, the standard thing that's found in uh, on, on all the, the big name stores and the big name brands, 
uh, those are usually uh, laden with uh, bad toxins. Yes, exactly. You know, like um, if you're, we talked about air fresheners and things like that. There's no reason you can't use some type of air freshener to make your home smell better. But don't use an aerosol can of air yeah, freshener. Yes. Use essential oil in a deep in a uh, diffuser. Yeah. That's a or, great thing. Or glass cleaner. You know, a lot of people go and buy glass cleaner that's basically just heavy duty ammonia. Mm-hmm. When you can have do just as good a job using vinegar. Yeah. If not even a better job. Yeah. Um, hand soap, same thing. A lot of people buy these exfoliating hand scrubs that have all kinds of chemicals that are literally designed to eat the skin off your hands. When you can achieve the same thing with a couple drops of peppermint oil in a bunch of salt, mm-hmm. and you can scrub your hands with the salt, it's perfectly natural. It's very, it's way healthier. It does the same thing. Yeah. And without the toxin load. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Shampoo and body care products, same thing. Yeah. You know? But like you said, the beauty of it is people are becoming more aware of this problem and they're getting more woke, so to say, yep. that, uh, that companies now are starting to produce safer alternatives. Yep. They're starting to produce things that aren't nearly as poisonous. And here's the really cool thing. If you stop buying the stuff that's poison and start buying the stuff that's not companies will notice yeah and they'll stop producing the things that are poison because nobody will buy them anymore so vote with your wallet buy the right stuff and let's encourage these big Mm -hmm. companies to start producing more of the right stuff yeah you're voting them out and then they'll start struggling they're not going to be able to sell as much exactly and eventually uh, get taken over by healthier uh, cleaner options exactly and more than cleaner has more benefits than just your own health that mm-hmm. makes the environment cleaner there's less deforestation there's less like there's so many residual benefits of buying clean high quality products that aren't just full of chemicals yeah i want to mention another toxin here uh which is pesticides uh, commonly used in parks pretty much everywhere uh, they put down like loads of pesticides to control bugs or weeds or some other thing that makes it look nice or makes it feel better but that kind of stuff is it's one of the yeah one of the more toxic things again that uh, your body comes in contact with when you're laying down on the grass or when you're walking breathing it in or um, sometimes even you know you you throw the ball for your dog kind of thing it's in contact with all of that you're getting it on your shoes bring it into your house um, there's so many different ways that you're, you know, sometimes it just blows, the wind will just blow it towards you when you're walking by it. So be sure to kind of try and stay on track. Like uh, most cities, when they spray, they put a sign out. So when you see those trucks or those signs, you want to get as far away from them as you can. Um, when you go onto a field and you see the sign, know that when it was last applied it was just applied earlier today or earlier this week then maybe not the best park to spend some time in but if it got applied you know a few days ago or you know that there's been a heavy rain since then then it's been washed down and diluted quite a bit you'll be a little bit safer yeah you know that's a really important point for me as a avid barefoot walker that's a serious thing to consider Uh, i would much rather walk barefoot down an asphalt street than a freshly sprayed park. Mm-hmm. It, it seems counterintuitive, but there's far less toxins in the asphalt than in a park that's been freshly sprayed. Yeah. 
Well, you've, you've also mentioned to me before that um, they don't do it near lakes or rivers, that there are certain legalities that they can't spray. Uh, they have to stay a certain distance away from a river. Is that right? Yes. Unfortunately, it's only a couple of meters. Okay. So unless you're walking right down the riverbank, it's not a good enough way to know for sure that it hasn't been sprayed. Okay. Yeah. Um, most commercial pesticide applicators are required to put out signs when its stuff has been sprayed. Mm -hmm. So as long as people are following regulations, it's fairly easy to identify where it's safe and where it's not. Mm -hmm. But it's important that we pay attention to that sort of thing. Yeah. And take proper precautions, you know. If you're going if you do walk through a field and you notice that it's got those little yellow signs saying it was treated with pesticide, take precautions when you get home yeah before you go into your house take mm -hmm. your shoes off mm -hmm. and wash them outside with the garden hose and really yeah. scrub them maybe consider not even bringing them into your house at all leave them outside yeah little things like that can make a huge difference over the long term yeah 100 percent um so i want to actually cover one more before we uh, before we wrap up here what about like toxic toxic people you know like having a, a toxic relationship or a toxic work environment or something like that oh it's huge it's so so important i mean you and i can both relate to having worked in the toxic oil field yeah profession mm -hmm. and it's more than just the toxins that are found in the crude oil that's a problem it's the toxic people yeah um, there's people's bad attitudes spread like poison throughout groups and it's amazing how fast it starts to drag you down and run you mm -hmm. down emotionally. And it makes you feel tired physically. And it just, it has such a massive effect on you spiritually yeah. and mentally and emotionally that it, just like a physical toxin, it wears you down yeah. slowly. It makes you go a little bit crazy. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's poison just as much as any other kind of poison. So you want to be aware of that. If you have a job that you come home from every day and you just want to sit down on the couch and stare at the TV because you're so exhausted from being mm -hmm. at work, you should probably consider a changing change of job. Yeah, that, that's the awareness part of it is being able to understand where it is, where it's showing up and how, how it's showing up in your life. Yeah, if, if, it, if it drains you, if you're leaving the, the meeting or, you know, maybe often it happens, often a lot of our close friends or even family members are very toxic. When we leave, we find that we're depleted, we're stressed, we're sometimes even angry. Uh, that way, that we know that we have a toxic relationship so uh, the awareness part again is is the first thing to understanding it and then you're able to protect yourself from it yeah. like set certain boundaries maybe yeah as far as like finding a new job to work or ending a relationship with a friend or creating different boundaries um, in your in your work or the relationships that you have with the people around you yeah it's so important I mean yeah people can be just as toxic as anything else yeah and you got to pay attention to that sort of thing yeah, and, and I think uh, one I want to add actually that's a simple like a coverall, uh, uh, a blanket to uh, to enhance that or, or counteract the toxin is meditation. Take some time and uh, allow yourself to meditate. That way you won't get um, uh, pulled down or sucked into these negative energies as much when you're a little bit more um, a little bit more stronger and a little bit more put together yourself. You're not gonna. Be affected as much by the negative energies 
Yeah, exactly. Um, in the same way as you can use uh, crystals and things like that to help shield yourself a little bit from other people's bad energy. Uh, that's a whole other whole other episode, but there's lots of things you can do to mitigate the toxins in your yeah. life. The point is we're surrounded by poisonous things. 24-7, 365 days a year, they're yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's super important that we do whatever we can to limit it. Because our bodies have to fight off these toxins constantly. So mm-hmm. if there's less of them to fight off, then we have a better chance of living longer, healthier lives. We're going to be able to be more productive. We're going to have more energy. And just in general, things are going to be better. Yeah, 100%. So I think that's about it for for the toxins today. I know that we've covered a lot of ground. Um, I hope we didn't uh, scare any of you. I know it's not uh, it's not very easy subject to talk about for uh, most days or most people. But uh, it, it really is so important to be aware of it. Um, we're, we're here with you for counteracting it and reach out to us on your thoughts on it and um, how you guys are finding it and how, how it's affecting you positively or negatively and what you're doing to uh, counteract it or overcome and uh, deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Avoid those poisonous things and tell us how it's helped you. Yep. And until next time, keep it primal. Tune in next time for more Primal Conversations.